I can do, I can do what, it says I can. what it says I can. I am a believer, I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. I am humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I'm mature in the Lord. And I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. Amen. If you turn your Bibles to Joshua, Joshua, the first chapter, and I'll be reading in your hearing the first through the seventh verse. Amen. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I have I given to you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people shall you divide for an inheritance the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be you, only be you strong and very courteous, courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Amen. And I'm going to take a few minutes of your time this morning and talk about, uh, take up where I left off. Take up where I left off. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I have three object objectives this morning. The first one is, we must teach and prepare those that are coming behind us. Amen. Number two, those that are coming behind us must listen, 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 learn, and get ready to take the lead. And my final, realize the prize has not changed. The promised land is still at hand. Now Joshua was known as Moses' second in command. He had been with Moses around 40 years. He saw the Egyptians in the Red Sea, drown in the Red Sea. He saw the people turn against Moses. He saw Moses get angry. He saw Moses' face after he talked with God. He saw what happens when you disobey God. 
when he went to the war of Jericho. And Ahab, Acham, Alcam, one of them people. Anyway, they took the loot. God said, leave it all, and they took a little bit of it. Mm-mm. When God sets a program and agenda, victory always follows. You don't have to add, you don't have to subtract, just do exactly what he said. Do you think Joshua was taking notes with all these things he saw? Are you taking notes? Turn to your neighbor and say, who is watching you? And what do they see? Mm. 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 Yes. You know, uh, one of the things that I went through with the change of command, my father was the pastor of a church. And when Jesus called me, I went straight to him. Well, let's back up a little bit. He was in his study one day, one Saturday, preparing his, his sermon, and he had to babysit me. And uh, I used to watch my father, because we used to have to sit on the front seat. You know, back then, the children had to sit on the front seat. Now they, okay. Anyway, we had to sit on the front seat, and you better behave. Especially the pastor's child. So I would watch him intensely. Every move he made, counted his steps, his amen, his ah, and he could, ooh-wee, he could do it. And I, I watched him so hard that one Saturday, I pulled his chair up to the pulpit, and I got up there and started imitating him. I preached his sermon better than he could preach it. And all of a sudden, he snatched me down came out of his office and snatched me down. And he said, women don't do that. And the look in his eyes, I felt so disappointed because I thought I had done something great. I mean, I had him down packed, even to the waving of his handkerchief. But he didn't appreciate it. He said, uh-uh, women don't do that. So on and on years later, he uh, went into a coma had a stroke and went into a coma and I sat by his bedside and he was dying and we, we knew it and I was sitting there holding his hand and praying and had a, a room full of his people. And uh, all of a sudden, he just squeezed my hand. And whatever was in him came in me. Amen. And then it was over. And I just got up and I said, hmm, I got work to do because he done gave me his blessing. Now, I was going, now don't get me wrong, I was going to do what God said anyway. But to have that is blessing. That put a little oomph in it. So as I went to the church, his second in command came up to me and he said, uh, I, don't, I don't know what, hmm, Rev gone. I said, yes, sir, he is. Your turn. Step up. He said, yeah. He said, uh, I just got one question for you. 
And I say, what? I thought it was going to be some theology question, you know. He said, can I, can I change his office? And I said, I beg your pardon? He said, can, can, that, that just don't fit me. Can I change his office around? And at first I got angry. That's my daddy's office. It's been the same way for 20 some years. Now why you want to come in here and change stuff? Just sit there in that chair and do what you're supposed to do. I had to relax and say, I called him back and I said, yes sir, you can change his office. It's now your office. I said, the only thing that I don't want you to change is his vision. Can, can you handle that? He said, oh, I got it, I got it. I said, okay, anything you don't need, put it in the box, and we'll take care of it. It took him about two and a half hours to have my, my daddy's stuff boxed up and out the door. His new stuff came in, his computer came in, because daddy wrote everything. His computer came in, he had the electrician coming in. I mean, that boy was working. And I say, was he waiting on him to die or what was the problem? <laughs> but that's what we got to get used to. Change is coming. As soon as you step aside, change is coming. And we got to be, it's all right. It's okay. Now, I'm saying that because we are set here to teach and preach Amen. and prepare for the next generation Amen. until Jesus comes. Amen. It has happened from the Moses days and it's going to continue to happen until Jesus comes. Amen. And it doesn't matter how high tech you get, as long as you know the end goal is the promised land. All right, let's see. Now, Joshua was a humble man, but he was a leader too. He was in the military. And I don't know about y'all in the military, there was a, first, a few things that happens when you're in the military. Can, can I show y'all a couple of things? Yeah, okay, for y'all who don't know me, I'm a prop person. If you can't see, just raise your hand. I bring it over to the side, okay? All right, there you go. Okay. I know y'all young people don't know what this is. And I hate to put pastor on the rug, but he didn't know what it was this morning. Shame on him. <laughs> this is an old-fashioned ice cream machine. Now... They have new ones, I know this. They have some that you just stick in the freezer, ice cream ready in about an hour. They have some that you plug up and walk away. But them are not the ones I'm talking about today. Because some things you do just a little bit too fast. And I'm gonna let you know what's the difference. Now, this is what would happen in my household. Grandma would line us all up, from here all the way up. 
And she'd say, I'm making some ice cream. Ooh, homemade ice cream. But this is the deal. You got to work for it. You got to work for it. And those who work for it get ice cream. Those who don't work for it get canned peaches <laughs> for dessert. She gonna give you some, but it ain't gonna be ice cream. So she would go get her pot and she would begin the first leg. The first leg is when you say, I accept Jesus Christ Amen. as my Lord and Savior. You're on the first leg. So the first thing she would put in her pot is some heavy cream. Now, she'd have it on low heat because everything is slow and easy. I learned from experience, if you put it on high, it's gonna boil over and mess up your whole, yeah. Now, why heavy cream? Because at the beginning, you have to be kind of hard with your second in command. See, in boot camp, they were real hard on you at first. It's because you come to the table bringing your ideas, your attitude, and your habits. All that got to be burned off so you can be on one accord. So don't get upset when we look hard on you. It's to teach you that we march into the same beat. Same outfit, same focus. We on one accord. So we're gonna use the heavy cream. Then, after we use that heavy cream, now I know y'all don't know what this is, y'all young folks, but that's okay. We got what's called a little pet milk. Now we already got cream and it's heavy. But see what the pet milk does after the cream, it evaporates all your sins. All your wrongdoings disappear unless you bring them up. He said, when I forgive you, it's gone. So they are evaporated with the pet milk. Keep on stirring. Keep on stirring. And then after she did that, I said, well, Lord, mm. she had to give you a yoke. Now, some people just put the whites in there and pull out the yellow. You know, we've gotten all <laughs> bougie, yeah. health conscious. Yeah. Well, Grandma say put that whole egg in there. Amen. Come on now. All of it. But God says his yoke is easy. So it's all right. It's healthy. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. So after we put that egg in there, now she got it. She got that pot really going. She got it smelling good. And we sitting outside, ooh, we ice cream coming, ice cream coming, ice cream coming. 
Then she said, you know, y'all have acted okay. I'm going to put a little sugar in there. The sugar represents we're going to ease up a little bit. We love you. We do. And you remember that whooping you guys said, and she said, this gonna hurt you. It hurts me more than it hurts you. And she ain't believe you. You ain't believe her? That's that sugar. She love you. And she doing this for who? Your good. Your good. So she gonna give you a little sweetness to go along with it. Is that all right? Okay. Then you got to know who you are and who you belong to. So there are different types of people out there. There are different types of religions out there. There are different types of all kinds of stuff going on right there. But specifically, right now, I'm going to put some vanilla in him. Okay? You belong to Jesus Christ. That's your flavor. Nothing else. Okay? Now, after I put the little pinch of vanilla, if you want to throw some strawberries in there, some peaches, whatever, fine. But remember who you belong to. That's what this vanilla represents. So Granny would be in there humming, and she'd bring that stuff to a bowl, and she'd come out there, and she'd say, okay, let me put it in there. Y'all ready? Yes, ma'am. Y'all ready? Yes, ma'am. And she'd pull this stuff in there. Oh, I wish I, somebody wanted some ice cream today. <laughs> she'd pour all that up stuff in there, and she'd say, John, bring me the salt. Uh, bring, me the, bring me the ice. Ice got to go in there first. Okay? And I always wonder, why ice got to go first if, but anyway, we're going to get there. She put the ice in the bucket. Pack it down. Pack it down. But it's one thing about ice. See, ice represents gold. Sometimes our eyes get fixed on the material things. The gold. And let me tell you about the gold. Eventually, it starts melting, which means it don't last. It don't last. Nobody's telling you not to have, but if you put your focus on what you have, it will melt away. Now, since you need in this world things, she's going to put a little ice cream salt on top of the ice because the ice cream salt slows down the process of the melting of the ice. So we're going to let you have your stuff for a minute to use it for God's glory. And then it's all going to melt away. One of the things that we don't realize is God looks at the inside while we're looking at the outside. That outside is going to melt away. But that inside, that's what he's coming back for. Now, 
Why homemade ice cream, sister? So we would get, and let me tell you, I love my sister back there, because we had to put this thing together this morning. <laughs> I've never seen it apart, because we always had it ready. We always had it ready. See, when the whistle blow, you can't start putting this together. It's got to be already ready to go. Okay. So we would get, she called the young ones in first. And she put the hot stuff in there. She said, go on, baby. And we do about two minutes. I'm tired. It can't take all that. It's hot out here. I go to the bathroom. <laughs> Getty, is it ready yet? Excuses, excuses, excuses. And that's what sometimes our protégés do. Yeah. It's an easier way, isn't it? No. This is what you got to do. On, so Granny would take over, and she'd get to turn into. And as she's turning, you know, the colder it gets when the ice cream gets yeah about ready. You hear me? Yeah about, yeah, yeah about ready. It gets harder to turn. But see, the protégés, they either sleep or they done ran to play. So somebody got to keep it's turning. Because if you stop, stuff start happening to your cream. And, and it won't come out right. So somebody got to keep it turning. Now, when it gets too hard for Granny, she called her protege. All right, I done showed you what to put in it. I done showed you how to put it in there. Now it's your turn. your turn. And so one of my young cousins be standing there with all them muscles bulging, you know. And granted, it would be hard for her to let go. Even though she know it's too hard for her to turn. Can't turn it no more. And she said, wait, son. I I I'm going to let you have it in just a minute. Hold on. One more turn. And that's our problem sometimes. When it gets too hard, it's time to let it go. You should have already taught cuz over there how to do it. You should have already tested him. He should have already been ready. So now it's time to let him take it. And when he takes it, you got to let go. You can't stand over him and say, your hand too far up this way, your, your muscles budging out too much, and you got to wipe your brow. You got to totally let it go. It's hard for me to let it go, y'all. It's hard for a lot of us to let it go.
So God had to tell Joshua, Moses is dead, bro. You got to take that handle. And you got to turn. So now Joshua is turning. And he's scared. Just like my cousin was the first time. He was from Delaware. He didn't know nothing about no homemade ice cream. But his muscles were needed. And he kept turning around to my grandma and saying, and she said, oh, I told you what to do. Just keep it turning. And when it gets so bad that you can't turn it, it's ready. But he turned around. But she said, turn, boy. Just turn. And that's the way we are sometimes. We, okay, what do we do now? But, okay, you done seen God in action. You saw him part the Red Sea. You saw him feed you out in the desert. You saw all these things. So only thing I can tell you is to be strong and of good courage. I am with you. I was with Moses, and I'm going to be with you. Do you think he got it? He got up. He said, look here, this is what I'm going to need y'all to do. Now, it's two things with this. He said, I'm going to need y'all to pack for three days. Now, we finna move. Now, don't you know someone was like, oh, you too young. Who put him in charge? But he stood like a soldier and he said, look, this is what I'm going to need you to do now. I need you to pack for three days. We finna go. We finna go. God then gave me the message. The same God that led Moses is leading me. Pack your stuff. We got to go. Sometimes we have to listen to Joshua. He ain't Moses, but he's who God put in charge. Now, just like the little fellow who did daddy's office. Oh, you see that thing now. Daddy came back, he wouldn't know how to get in the door, how to do nothing. They got lecture this, lecture that, I, mm. but anyway. And that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. But that's okay. That's okay. You passed it. It's time to move. It's time to move. One of the hardest things for us to do is allow somebody new to come in and lead us. One of, the, one of the things it's hard for us to do is the loud change. I'm bad at it. I am bad. I feel like this. If I go down Bill Parkway and go all the way in the end, when I turn right, I'm supposed to be on 98. Now, if they ever change that to 58, we got a problem. Because they're supposed to be 98. And y'all know as people pass on, they name, rename the street and all this, no, 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 no. It was 98 when I got him, it better be 98 when I leave him. But we can't be like that. We can't be like that. We've got to, and this is the thing though, if you prepare 
and teach your predecessor, you shouldn't be sit back. He got it. If you trained him to do what he's supposed to do, he got it. Supposed to. But see, during your training, that's when you need to try him. Test him. So he can ask questions. And quit getting angry when he come to you with the same question. See, I like to do this. Did you say, turn that knob to the right? Is that what I heard you say? See, that's the way you do it, predecessors. Go back to him and say, is this what you said do? Do I have it? You see, don't sit back and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't wait to take over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because when I take over, we're going to be turning that bad baby to the left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a reason why he got you turning it to the right. Find out what the reason is. Find out. That's my second objection. You, you need to talk to your leader. Why do we do this? Where did this come from? Show me in the word. Show me. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay down myself to you as a leader. Look, when that chair was over here, I fell over it. That's why the chair is back there. The speakers are set a certain distance because when they were closer, we kept getting that ringing. Now, I don't know why we put that time clock up there, but <laughs> I have a feeling it's because somebody was keeping us here all day. I don't know. <laughs> but those are the questions you need to ask. Why do we have a time clock? Why do we have two of these? Ask. Ask. Because when you get up here to do it, that ain't the time to ask. It's too late now. It's too late. Ask. And I'm sure Joshua asked many, many questions. Now, do y'all remember, I hope you do, Jesus and his disciples? Them were some asking knuckleheads. I mean, they asked everything. But I'm glad they did. Because when he ascended, it was too late then. Now he said, the only thing I'm going to do for you, now I, I taught you, I'm, bar- I'm paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing. Now go to Matthew and you can find all this out now. He said, the only thing that's going to change about this whole thing that I've taught you is I'm going to send you a confidant. I'm going to send you a little help. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. But other than that, I done taught you how to heal. I done taught you how to raise that. You done seen me do it. I done taught you that they ain't going to like you. I done showed you. I went to the cross. They beat me. It might happen to you. Let me tell you, the road is not easy. But I didn't bring you this far to leave you. I'm sending you a comforter. And when you get that comforter, it's extra. It's whipped cream on top of the ice cream. 
just a little extra to put you in place. See, so the disciples had no excuse because he walked with them. He fell. He got mad at them. Oh, my goodness. He gave them every answer to the test. So you as leaders, make sure you cross every T and dot every I. Because when they get up here, they need to know what you know. Now, are new things going to happen to them? Of course. Things that didn't happen to you? Of course. But they're going to have the power in them to handle it. It's to handle it. Now, the ice cream is almost ready, y'all. I'm looking at that thing they put up there called the clock. I'm working it. I'm working I'm working. The ice cream almost ready. Almost ready. Now, y'all ready to taste of it? There's going to be some things that's going to happen with our new folks. And it's one thing that I want them to know. However you do it, don't forget the purpose and the prize. We do the statement of faith. And some of you use your phone. It's okay. As long as you pull up that scripture when you're at home. When you leave here, use your phone for that. Stop texting, Facebook, textbook, all of them. Mm -hmm. Use your phone for the word. It's okay. Use your iPod, South Pad, all them pads. Uh -huh. Make sure you can get to a scripture on them pads. Amen. It's all right. It's all right to have a new term terminology. Got the thing on your, on your wrist thinking. Every time, every now and then look down and see the Lord is your shepherd. He supplies all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Every now and then, see that on there. Every now and then. Uh -huh. I don't care how you make your ice cream. This is the way we did it. Go get your electric one if you want to. As long as it turns into ice cream. The promised land is at hand. You can get there by boat. Just make sure that when the waves get high and it get rumbling, that you remember how Jesus told them to stand up and say, peace, be still. I don't care if you're trying to get to the promised land by train. Just make sure you tell the conductor that as it twirls and goes around and back and forth, that you're headed on a destination and it can't go backwards. You gotta stay on the track. Don't get off the track cause you're going to the promised land. I don't care if you go by plane. You better make sure you have a scripture that tells you when the turbulence get to shaking you, 
and you want to turn around and go back to the airport. You can't because you're going to the promised land. So you got to stand on what you know. See, these are the things that predecessors got to know. Hmm. Then, if you're going by car, you can put your GPS in. But I'm going to tell you about that GPS. Sometimes it don't calculate the new street. Sometimes it tell you you're going to be there in three hours and 45 minutes. But the GPS, I know, say nobody knows the hour or the day. So you can't depend on that GPS to tell you how fast you're going to get there. You just got to get behind that wheel and drive. Oh, somebody help me with this ice cream today. Somebody wants to walk like Jesus. Bless your heart. Make sure you got on some comfortable shoes. Because Jesus went through mud. He was on sand. And then, you know, he walked the water. So if you're ready to do all that, walk. Anywhere you get there, make sure your designation is the promised land. Come in here and paint this church purple. We don't care. Long as you are fixed on the promised land. Teach it with demonstration. Teach it with your computer. Teach it any kind of way you want to teach it. As long as you're teaching the promised land. Protégés. We're going to get angry sometimes because you do it quicker and faster than we do. We know. It's okay. Hello. <laughs> As you keep the focus on the promised land. Amen. Take it. He's just trying to help us because <laughs> before you take my plate, before you move me out the way, is one question I'm going to ask you. Where are you going? Promised land. Amen. I don't care how you get there, but where are you going? The promised land. I don't care how many turns it take you. Where are you going? The promised land. Because that's what Jesus is going to take you. So get ready and move. It's a three days of provisions, Joshua told the people. Your first day is to get up here and show me what you know. That's your first day. Your second group of provision is for you to stand alone, put the cane down. That's your test. Because you're going to be tested. 
And your third day, you got to get to the promised land. I don't care how tall people look. I don't care what's scary about it. You got to keep on going to the goal. Amen. Amen. Did I do good on my time? Yeah. <laughs> Where we going? It's at hand. It's waiting. It's waiting. All eyes closed. All heads bowed.